0: It will come back to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Give, it will come back to you, as you give, give to the Lord. As you give, come on church, give to the Lord. I mean, y'all can sing that in your sleep now. Huh? Y'all can see. y'all, y'all hear that song in your head when, you, when you're at home. I'm going to keep singing it until you sing it in your sleep. (laughs) Amen. Amen. We're going to to, be having children's church, yes? All right, we're going to dismiss children for children's church at this time. Uh, Miss Micah is under the weather, so Sister Becca is going to fill in for us. Thank you, Sister Becca, for filling in this morning. rest of you turn your Bibles to the book of Matthew, the 7th chapter, looking at verse 1. Matthew, the 7th chapter, looking at verse 1. Uh, And before we get started, let me just say thank you to everybody who's been praying for me this past week. As you know, my dad passed away on uh, Wednesday. And um, you know, it's never easy to lose a parent. You know that. And so I appreciate all your prayers uh, that you've been giving to me. Um, Daddy's been sick for a long time. I just didn't know it. Been sick for about two years. And I didn't really find out until the month of November. And uh, that's when I found out how bad sick he was um but when i went down in november you know and of course y'all kind of figure i'm a pastor around here i kind of preach a little bit right i went down in november and um i just didn't have a burden to really talk to him about salvation just wasn't there and i even questioned angel i said why do i not have a burden for my dad i actually felt peace i knew he was dying i mean in november i knew he was dying and I told, him, I told Angel, I said, I don't think he'll be here in three months. I said, uh, he's, he's in bad shape. He don't get a miracle. He's not going to be here in three months. And uh, he actually died four months later. But I said, I just don't have a burden. I said, I feel peace. I don't know why I feel peace. Because for years, Dave and I couldn't talk about God or politics. We talked about God and politics, we got into an argument. So for years, we didn't talk about God and politics. Instead, we talked about deer hunting. You know, <laughs> that's what we talked about. But this time, I felt peace. And uh, first time in November, Dave let us pray with him. I told Angel, I said, we need to pray with him. She said, I'll do it. He'll let me pray with him. All right. So Angel prayed with him. And we prayed together. First time he's ever let us pray. And we just had peace. But Daddy's been listening to us on Facebook. He's been listening to the radio broadcast. He's been following. He's been listening to my preaching for some time. I don't know how long. Um, and so I found that out. And, uh, and so while I was down there, you know, and they was getting ready to pass away, again, I felt peace. And um, Daddy went to the hospital, and he told him he was done. He said, I'm, I'm tired of y'all poking at me. He said, I'm not getting any better. He said, just take me on the hospice. He said, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Now, my aunt on my mama's side, it ain't got nothing to do with this, and completely out of the picture, been out of touch with my daddy for years and years and years, because my mom and dad were divorced a long time ago. I was about five. She called me on the phone and she says, uh, she calls me son. She says, son, I feel like Clifford's saved. I said, really? Why do you feel that? She says, I don't know. <laughs> I said, well, I got peace about it too. She said, I don't know, but I just feel like he is. I said, okay, thank you. My daughter called me. She says, daddy, I was praying. She said, and the Lord told me that, that Papa Paul.' met Jesus when he was a little boy. That he used to go to church. And that he asked the Lord into his heart when he was a child. I said, really? She said, yeah, I feel pretty strong about it. Alright. There's two confirmations right there. So finally I had enough of this. I looked my stepmom in the eye. I said, you know I'm a preacher. <laughs> I said, yeah. Why do I have peace about daddy dying? She looked at me with a big old grin. She said because he believed in Jesus. He just wasn't one to go to church all the time. You know, he, he saw politics in church when he was young and mama drugging the church, that kind of thing. And so he just kind of, just kind of didn't go. He didn't, he didn't care for church people. Can y'all understand that? Yeah. <laughs> said that way too loud. Wait, it's way too loud, Brother Wayne. Way too loud. <laughs> But come to find out, he loved the Lord. And she shared some things with me. And I just told her, you know, what I was, what I was experiencing. I told her what my daughter said. And so my stepmom, she says, let me show you something. She started painting, uh, you know, taking those little classes to learn how to paint. And uh, back in December, daddy went to her and says, I want you to paint me an angel. And this is what I want it to look like. And these are the colors I want in it. So she did. And she brought this picture of an angel to him. He says, honey, that's a beautiful picture. He said, but that's not my angel. She says, really? She says, what are you looking for? He says, my angel was glowing and my angel had pink in it. He could it his angel. He says, my angel was wearing a pink garment and called her a she and said there was light coming from her hands and there was light behind her. So she went back to the drawing board and she painted that angel. And when she got done, she brought it to him and he says, that's her. That's my angel. And he had her put it where he could see it and just concentrate on that angel. And I, and I told her, I said, well, I said, I don't know. Maybe he had a dream. Maybe he had a vision. I don't know. Um, but that angel gave him comfort. Okay? Gave him comfort. After Daddy passed on Thursday, his oldest cousin called me. His oldest, he's about six years older than Daddy he called me, and he's a, he's a Pentecostal believer, born again, amen. And uh, he knew I was a preacher. I would talked to him in the past, but it had been years and years. And he was telling me, and he said, boy, I'm sorry to hear about you, Daddy. And I said, yeah. I said, uh, but let me tell you something. And I began to tell him what my daughter said. And I told, told him what Cindy said about G, Daddy meeting Jesus when he was young. And, she, and he began to shout. He said, yeah, I was there when it happened. He said, when we were kids, we all grew up together, we all lived together because times were hard in Birmingham, Alabama, back in the 50s, early 50s. He said, He said, My mama and grandma and your and your grandma, they all went to the assembly of God, and all of us kids were drugged to church, and your daddy was right there with us. And he said, I remember when he went to the altar. Man, awesome. You're talking about Brother Jesse, you remember you talking about that blue dress? You need a confirmation and the Lord gave you confirmation with blue shirts and blue dress your sister was wearing. I thought about you when all this began to happen. I just said, thank you, Jesus. So people keep asking me how I'm doing. Knowing that daddy's in the arms of Jesus, I'm doing fine. (laughs) Because I'm going to see him again. Amen. Amen. If I didn't know, it'd be a whole different story. But I believe the Lord helped me out with that. And I believe it, it's going to be all right. And for the first time, I was actually able to have conversations with my stepmom about the Lord. and It was wonderful. It was wonderful. So I just want to say thank you again for everybody that prayed for me and hold me up in prayer. Thank you so much. God's grace is with me. Amen. Yes. Amen. You'll learn me. You'll learn I'm good under a crisis. I, I usually deal with my feelings later. And I ain't saying it's over. Amen. Probably not over, is it, Jan? But I'm getting, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Y'all just keep praying for me. Amen. Praise the Lord. John uh, Matthew. Where was I at? Matthew chapter seven and verse one. Judge not that ye be not judged. Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged, and with what measure ye met, it shall be measured unto you again. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you for everything that's happened this morning. Father, we thank you for your divine touch in the house of God. Teach us your word, Holy Spirit, and meet our needs where we are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. This is part three of hearing the voice of God, and we've been talking about how do you hear the voice of God, how you know the difference between your voice and the voice of God, and how you know if it's not the voice of God but actually the voice of the devil talking to you and so to, to finish up where we were at on hearing the voice of the devil we ended up with judgment satan will always bring you to a place of judgment he wants you to judge others he wants you to be critical amen put people down always criticizing something always putting people down always always uh you gotta you got watch he's, he, you gotta watch these holier than thou folks you know what i'm saying. You know know anybody holier-than-thou folks? Don't don't call no names. Don't call no names. But you know some, right? You got to watch them. Because holier-than-thou folks ain't listening to the Lord. Holier-than-thou folks actually listen to the devil. Because they walk in a place of judgment. And they're judging everything. They criticize everything. Everything. And so these people are very negative. And you can always tell when this voice is speaking to you because it will always appeal to your flesh. It will always appeal to your flesh. Amen. Always. Just like I, just yesterday dinner at Love Loud, some lady come, I don't know who she was, she come come up and, and uh, she was complaining about somebody was winning too much. Somebody was winning too much. They, they, their name got called too many times. They had too many tickets. I said, honey, I'm not in this. We just came to play music. You need to go talk to that man up there on the stage, Pastor Scott, he'll take care of you. Amen? But right away, a criticizing spirit. Now who knows that God might have placed that woman there who was doing all that, who went up there for four or five. Maybe that was what she needed from God that day. Amen? Maybe that's what she needed from God that day. We don't know. I choose not to judge. Amen? I choose not to judge. So judging and criticizing is always a wrong spirit. Always. We should walk in love, and we should walk in understanding and compassion and forgiveness. Amen? Amen? So the devil will always... Listen, the devil never lets you see the whole story. Oh man, he never lets you see the whole picture. Just enough of the picture to make you angry. That's all the devil wants you to see. Just enough of the picture to make you angry. He don't let you see the whole thing, because if you saw the whole picture, your anger would turn to compassion. That's what would happen. So the devil knows that. He's like, I'm just going to let them see just a little bit. And then they're going to be angry with me. And that's how he works. Amen. So that's, that's how you know that you're listening to the, to the wrong spirit. Amen. Always running people down with their tongues. Always talking negative. Amen. Listen, the Holy Spirit, God always sounds like he comes off the pages of 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter. Amen. God's Spirit is always loving. It's always giving. Amen. It's always, listen, it's long-suffering. Amen. Y'all go back to 1 Corinthians. We read it last, year, last week. 1 Corinthians chapter uh, one, verse 1 through, uh, I don't remember where it ends up, ends up at, but just read, just read 1 Corinthians 13. It's the love chapter. The voice of God always sounds like love. It's always uplifting. It's always encouraging. It's always full of mercy. Amen. Always having a place of compassion. That's when you know you're hearing from the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit ain't going to have you walk in a place of judgment. He's not going to have you walk in a place of anger. Amen. That He will show you the love that needs to be bestowed upon us. God is all loving, God is all knowing, God is all righteous, and God is the judge, not us. Can I get an amen in the house of God? Amen. Amen. Praise God. He's all judging. He, listen, let God do the judging. Let's let God judge. Amen. Because God knows the ins and the outs, and we don't know. Amen. Just like I was talking about this, this lady that won all that. Well, I don't know how much she won, but maybe that's what she really needed. Amen. Maybe that was it. Praise the Lord. I heard a story one time about a, a man that went to church, and he put a fleece out before God. He said, "God, if you're real, then you have somebody in that church house. I hope not going to never happen here because we wouldn't know how to respond either. We wouldn't. But this man went to church. he said, "God, if you're real, you ever been there? you ever been there? God, if you're real Then you have somebody in that church start, start acting like a chick." Huh? Sure enough, this guy went to church. He said that. He said that. About midway through, the preacher said midway through the search. One of the devout ones, you know, like Frankie here with a tie on, brother, got tie on. One of the devout ones, you know, dignified a little bit. Got up, got in the middle of the floor, squat down, and started. Rah, 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 rah. Can you imagine that? Imagine Brother Frankie with his time on, and Brother Dwayne. Can you While we were over there, somebody called a paddy wagon. They done went crazy today. Lord have mercy, can you Jan What is wrong with your husband over there? What's he doing? You know what Jan would do? I don't know. She <laughs> <laughs> stepped I, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Maybe he took too much medication this morning. You know, he got that new medication. Doing that chicken thing. out. But see, nobody in church knew it. He did that for a few minutes, and then he got up. The dignified man got up and sat down. Never said a word. Everybody's looking around like, okay. Cuckoos came out today. Nobody said a word. But that man that challenged God got saved that day. And the man that got saved told the story of what happened. Of why that man acted like a chicken. Amen. You see, we're quick to judge. Lord have mercy. What is wrong with him? I would never act like that. Huh? If that man had not acted like that, that other guy would not have got saved. Amen. So, we don't know the whole story about things. We just, Don't be so quick to judge. Sometimes we need to take a back seat and say, you know what? This is too crazy for me. I don't know why that guy acted like a chicken. I have no idea. I ain't judging God. Uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. Not me. I ain't judging this. I'm not, I don't know enough of the story to judge it. Mm-mm. Amen. Don't know enough of the story. But you see how the devil will get into people's minds and just start turning things, you know? So let's recap for a minute. Let's say we got, This is part three. Recap. God's voice will always come from a place of love. 1 Corinthians 13. Number two, God's voice will always agree with the word of God. Right. Amen? Yeah. I've had people ask me, can you have a relationship with God outside the Bible? My answer is no. No, you cannot have a relationship with God outside the written word of God. The written word of God. This Come on. Jesus is the word. The word became flesh. You've got to have the word. This is the written word of God. You cannot know God outside the word of God. Amen. amen. Well, preacher, how you know that we got the accurate translation? How you know we really got the word of God? Because my spirit beareth witness. Come on, church. Amen. Your spirit beareth witness when we read the living word of God. It bears witness with us. We can feel it. We can you know you can feel it, amen. And you know it's the Word of God. We've got to have the Word of God. Listen, the Word of God is your anchor. It's your foundation. Amen. Any voice that's talking to you that is contrary to the Word of God is not the voice of God. Amen. 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 I don't care if it does sound like God. Mm -mm. God's voice will always agree with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The voice that's speaking to you will not say anything contrary that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost will not say. It will always agree. If it goes against them, then it's not the voice of God. Amen. How do you know the difference between the voice of the devil and the voice of God? Does it go against the written word? Does it go against the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost? Amen. If it does, it's not the voice of God. Amen. Amen. God's voice... Will tell you, he will tell you not to judge others, and will not lead you to gossip about others. Come on. Just go ahead and say ouch. Just go ahead. Ouch. Come on. God's voice will never let you gossip about others, will not let you judge others. Always uplifting. God's voice is always uplifting and encouraging to others. Amen? Amen. 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 You ever heard about that phone call from heaven? You ever remember that little song, Phone Call from Heaven? You know, God calls this this guy and he answers the phone and just starts talking to him. Yes, Lord, I won't talk about my neighbors, even if they ain't no count. (laughs) Amen? Some people just ain't no count. Let's just be honest this morning. Amen? Amen. Some people just ain't no count. But we ain't going to talk about them either. We're going to pray for them. We know there ain't no count. We're going to pray. Lord, you know there ain't no count. <laughs> Amen. But God can change them. Amen? Amen. God can change anybody. How many of y'all believe that? Amen. God can change anybody. God's voice speaks of spiritual things of the spirit inside you. The devil will always appeal to the flesh. Always appeal to the flesh, man. But God will always speak to the spirit, man. Amen. Now, listen to this. God's presence and his voice comes to a place prepared for him. God's presence and his voice always comes to a place that's prepared for him. Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3 It says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Call unto me, and I will answer thee. If we will call unto God, He will answer us. He only comes to a place that's prepared for Him. The Holy Ghost is always a gentleman. He will never knock your door down. He doesn't knock on your door like the police. It will be a gentle knock in your heart. He won't force His way into your life. You have to invite Him. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He will always act like a gentleman. Never rude. Never, Never bossy. Amen? Always a gentleman. So we have to invite Him. We have to, we have to prepare for His presence. Amen? Turn your Bibles over to Isaiah chapter 55. Isaiah chapter 55. Man, this is some good word this morning, isn't it? And we, this, It's important that we know the difference between our own voice, the voice of the devil, and God's voice. Amen? We need to know. How do we know we're hearing the voice of God? Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 6. It says, Seek ye the Lord while He may be found. Call upon Him while He is near. Let the wicked forsake His ways and the unrighteous man His thought and let him return to the Lord and He will have mercy upon Him and to our God and He will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. How do I know the difference between my thoughts and the thoughts of God? He says His thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. Listen to this. And my thoughts higher than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down in the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, and it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper into the thing whereto I send it. One of the ways you can notice you're hearing the voice of God is He's more intelligent than you are. He is. Here's there's some things the Lord has told me. I don't have the brain power to think of it. I just don't. And it'll be so profound, so profound. That's when you know you're hearing the voice. Even listen. Even if the voice inside of you sounds like your own voice, I'm trying to show you how you can tell the difference. His voice is more intelligent. More intelligent. Amen. The Lord can give you a word that you don't even know the definition to the vocab. you got to go look it up. And you're, what does that word mean? Go look it up. Listen, God's words are intelligent. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And when you tune in and you hear God's voice... It will, sound, it will tell you something so profound. And most of the time, when you're reading the Bible, this is why reading the Bible is so important. If you would read the Bible, revelation knowledge would just jump out at you. And that's when you know you're hearing the voice of God. The revelation knowledge from the Word will just jump out at you. Amen? And just grab a hold of you. His Word will never return void. Amen? Always accomplish that, what He, what he wants to do. Seek the Lord and call upon Him, while He is near, listen, Jeremiah and Isaiah are telling us to seek Him and call upon Him, God's presence and voice will come to a place prepared for Him. Amen? Amen? Amen. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 40. You're out right there in the book of Isaiah. Just go backwards so you see chapter 40. Let's look at verse 1. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 1. Man, this stuff is so important. Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people, says your God. Speak ye comfortable to Jerusalem, and cry unto her, for her welfare is accomplished, and iniquity is pardoned, for she has received the Lord hand double for all her sins. Look at verse 3. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, and make straight in the desert a highway for our God, Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. The voice said, Cry, and he said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all the goodness thereof is at the flower of the field. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth. Because the Spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely, for the people is grass. The grass is withered, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Amen. Amen. Prepare you the way of the Lord. This is what John the Baptist did. He's preparing the way of the Lord, Jesus Christ to come. And uh, Elijah was talking about this, Isaiah was talking about it. Listen, we've got to prepare for the way of the Lord. Most people talk about God, but they don't prepare themselves to wait and listen to hear God. They talk to God, but they don't slow down enough to actually hear God. You know, we go to the altar, man, we just spill it all out. God, this is what I need. I mean, blah, 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 We just pour it all out. And then when we get done talking, we think the conversation's over. And that's a one-sided conversation. Do you like having one-sided conversations with people? No, I don't. Neither does God. So we just pour it on out, and blah 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 blah, and then we get up and we go back to our seat, never expecting God to speak back to us. You know, one of the worst things that churches do, one of the worst things you can say to somebody, is that God wants you to be His. He wants to be your personal Savior, and then tell them God don't speak. How are we going to get personal if you don't speak back to me? How are we going to have a relationship if I can't hear your voice and you can't hear mine? Can you imagine being married to your spouse and you never speak to one another? I don't think that would work. It wouldn't work. I know it wouldn't work with angels. Amen? Amen? Angels got to have some conversation. (laughs) Ain't just got to have some conversation. Listen, I, I joke with her all the time. I said, honey, I'm going to miss you when I get to heaven. What do you mean? I'm going to heaven. Yeah, but I'm going to be there 30 minutes before you, honey. <laughs> oh, I can prove it in Revelation. 30 minutes of silence. 30 minutes of silence. I think it's going to be an all-men club for 30 minutes. That's what I'm thinking. What do y'all think? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but can you imagine having a relationship with somebody and you have no conversations? You don't listen. It's all you, oh, you do to talking, but you don't do no listening. That's not a relationship. But yet we do it to God all the time. We think God answers us if He grants our prayer. That's why we think God is speaking. Well, I prayed about this and it worked out. I, I said, no, that's not God speaking. This is God. Have mercy on you. Can I tell you this morning? God is not a genie in a lamp. Come on, you don't rub. You don't rub God's belly and get three wishes. Hello. Uh uh-uh. It don't work that way. He wants a relationship with you. He wants to talk to you. He need, he, he learn, yearns for a relationship with you. But we have to prepare for the Lord. Amen. Prepare for the Lord. Exodus chapter 19. Preparing for the Lord. We're talking about this word prepare. This is so important. Exodus 19. Looking at verse 10. If you don't know where Exodus is, go find Genesis and just kind of work your way back. Amen. Exodus, work your forward. Thank you. Exodus 19, looking at verse 10 through 16. And the Lord said to Moses, Go into the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow and let them wash their clothes and be ready against the third day. For the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai. Mm. Now go down to verse 16. And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there was thundering and lightning and a thick cloud upon the mountain, and the voice of the trumpet exceedingly loud so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. trembled. Here's what I want you to see is that God spoke to Moses and said, you go tell the people in three days I'm coming down to talk to them. He gave them time to prepare. You tell them to go wash their face, go wash their clothes. And in three days, I'm going to have a meeting with them. God had an appointment with Israel. You want to hear the voice of God? Make an appointment with Him. Set a certain time. I'm going to spend this time with God. This is my time with God. This is why I beat people up all the time about being in the house of God. When the doors are open, come to church. Amen. Because I go through a lot of preparation. I go through a lot of preparation. We go through a lot of preparation, Brother Wayne? Somebody's got to clean the church. That's getting prepared for the presence of the Lord. Somebody's got to cut the grass, Brother Larry. That's getting prepared for the presence of the Lord. Somebody got to run the vacuum cleaner. that's getting prepared for the presence of the Lord. Somebody has got to practice some music because God wants to hear some beautiful music. Amen. That's getting prepared. Amen. And do you really just want to come in here and just hear me? Say, well, you know, I don't know what God wants to say. I'm just going to take my finger and open my Bible and close my eyes and wherever it lands. That's what I'll preach. No prayer, no preparation. How far do you think we'd get with that? No. uh uh-uh. I heard about a guy who... There used to be a time people would do this. I want to hear a voice of God in heaven. Well, just open your Bible, close your eyes, and just point and whatever you hit, that's it. You ever heard anybody do that? Businessman was going through some financial problems and he needed to hear, a, he needed to hear the voice of God. He needed some directions on what to do. So somebody told him to do that. Brother, just close your eyes and just put your finger down and whatever it lands on, that's what God wants you to do. You know where his finger hit? Chapter, Chapter 13. 13. You heard that too, huh? <laughs> Amen. You can't do that. Listen, you've got you to take some preparation time. Six days a man is supposed to work, and on the seventh day it's holy to the Lord because the Lord wants you to slow down to hear his voice. The reason we come to church is to hear the voice of God, not the preacher. We don't come to hear singing, we come to hear the voice of God. Amen. Because we need a word from heaven today. We need a voice to speak to us that will give us direction. We need a voice that will speak to us, that will give us encouragement. Amen. We need encouragement from the Lord. We need direction from the Lord. We need to hear the voice of God, but we got to prepare, prepare to hear the voice of the Lord. That's why we don't come in and just turn the lights on. We ain't been in church in seven days. Let's just flip the lights on. We'll turn the heater on when we get there. We'll just flip the lights on. Uh, Me, Ma, find a song out of the hymn book, and can you sing today? You know, we just don't wait till the last second. Well, Bonnie, I ain't got a sermon today. Do you got one? You know, we just don't wait till the last second to. I've seen, have you ever seen people do that? Because I have. I have. I've seen a choir director picking out the songs as he was walking to the stage. That's when he picked out the songs. That's not preparing. We got to prepare. Amen? When do, we, when do we prepare to come to church? When do we prepare? Amen. Well, let me just ask you this way. Where are you planning on being next Sunday? Church. Is your mind made up? You coming to church next Sunday? Always. When when do you pick out your clothes and iron them and get them all matching like you do? You look all pretty today. You had to match that up. When did you decide to do that? This morning. This morning. (laughs) Did you decide this morning to wash it and iron it? No. you had it prepared. That's my point. You already had it ready. Amen. Amen. I take my shower at night. I like to take a shower and then go to sleep. I don't like sleeping. I like to take my shower before I go to sleep. So I take my shower at night. I pick out what I'm going to wear on Saturday night. Iron it, get it all, make sure it's good. Look at it real good, make sure it ain't got no spots on it, you know. Hang it up. All right, in the morning, this is what I'm putting on. Amen. I do that on Saturday night. I don't wait till Sunday morning. Amen. Amen. I already know what I'm going to be preaching next Sunday. I don't wait till. Well, it's midnight. It's Saturday night. Lord, you got anything? Huh? Or it's seven o'clock in the morning. It's seven a.m. This is Sunday morning. Lord, I need to hear you right now. What do you want me to preach? I know I ain't talked to you all week. We didn't have a conversation. No. Uh Uh-uh. I have to prepare myself to meet you. we got to prepare ourselves to meet God. If you want to hear the voice of God, prepare yourselves. Prepare yourselves. I heard about a preacher that used to to go to McDonald's on Mondays. He had a set time. He went by himself to McDonald's. And on his calendar, that was his God time. He would go to McDonald's. He had earphones on. He would sit there and drink his coffee and eat his little biscuit and he would just sit, He was just spending time with God, Had his little notebook and whatever he felt like God was telling him. He would just write it down. And he would study and he would just seeking God. He did it every Monday, every Monday at a set time. He had an appointment. Amen. And God kept speaking and God kept speaking. If you will listen, God will speak. If you will prepare your hearts, God will speak this morning. Amen. God will speak. He will speak. He will speak. Now in this, in Exodus here, come on up Brother Hagen, because I'm getting rewrapped. this up. In Exodus 19, it, it tells us how God was physically manifesting Himself, not spiritually, came down upon the mountain on the third day, and they heard the thunder, they saw the lightning, and they began to tremble. Amen? People say, well, I want to see Jesus. I want to see him with my physical eyes. I want to see God with my physical eyes. No, you don't. Because you would tremble. You would tremble. To see the manifest presence of God in the flesh, you will tremble. When I was young in the Lord, anybody here ever been young in the Lord? When I was young in the Lord, I said, Lord, I want to see your glory physically. I want to see you now. Had my eyes closed. About 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm praying, I'm seeking God. I want to see you, Jesus. appear in front of me, Jesus. I want want to touch you, you know. I want want to see Jesus. I want to appear. You ever been there? Come on. I just want Jesus to appear. 2 o'clock in the morning, I had my eyes closed. The Lord said, open your eyes. I opened my eyes. I shut my eyes. And the Lord spoke to me. He says, why did you close your eyes? Because when I opened my eyes, I saw a bright light. I didn't see Jesus, but I saw nothing but a bright light. I mean, it was so bright you couldn't see anything. And it frightened me. I closed my eyes. I said, because I'm scared. He said, you're not ready to see me yet. I've never asked again. I've never asked again. You see, I can... I can hear God on the inside, I can feel God on the inside, because I'm a born-again believer. Got any witnesses in the house? I would rather, now that I'm a little older and a little more understanding, I would rather hear God inside of me, feel God inside of me, than reach over and physically touch him. It's like I'm touching Body. Because if I reach over to touch him, then Jesus is on the outside. I would rather have him on the inside because I know he's with me everywhere I'm going. One of these days, Bonnie, this is why you've got to have a glorified body, by the way, because you can't withstand the presence of God in this earthly body. In my glorified body, I'm going to give him a hug. I'll touch him physically. But while I'm on earth, man, I need to touch him right here. I need to know he's in here. I need not even know I can feel him. I don't even know I can hear him. His voice is comforting to me. And can I tell you, most of the time, not every time, most of the time, His voice kind of sounds like mine. Just a little different. Or just a little different the sound of His voice and the sound of mine, but it's very, very similar. But I know it's the voice of God because of the comfort, because of the wisdom, the cause of the direction. The cause of the intelligence is way more than mine. And the peace. The peace. It's like I told you, I, didn't, I couldn't figure out why did I had so much peace about my dad. I couldn't figure it out, but I had an inner witness. And then God gave me confirmation. Gave me confirmation. That inner witness. Amen. How many of y'all were listening to the Sunday school message this morning on the radio? Talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit in our lives. The Holy Spirit is inside of us. When we got born again, the Holy Spirit came in. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is simply turning up the volume and the power of God's already there. It's already there. Amen. Now, we're going to tell something about. Some of y'all can help it till some of your agents. Okay. But how many of us remember old radios? We had to tune in. Man, if you ain't got that radio on the high frequency, you can't hear enough. Let's try. And we would fight that little like it's right. I know it's right, isn't it? Oh yeah, there it is, there it is! Don't move. Now, I grew up in a time period and I know y'all did too. You gotta go outside and turn the antenna. And for some reason, when you let go of the antenna, it lost ground, so then you lost it again, right? Um, take a clothes, clothes hanger. Y'all remember that? Make some rabbit ears out of clothes hanger. And see, you know what I'm talking about. Tenfold. Tenfold. You yeah, went to tune those radios in just right, didn't you? Nothing like today. Today you got all the technology and digital this and digital that. But then you had knobs. You see, that's the way it is when you hear the voice of God. You've got to tune yourself in to the spirit of God. How do you tune yourself in? Come to church. Get into the presence. Get into the worship. Listen to the word. Get into the word. Talk to him. And then give him time to talk back. Make sure you're tuned in. Amen. Let's all stand to our feet this morning. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you over. Father, this is such an important lesson that you're giving to the church right now to hear your voice. I know in these last days that we're living in, it's more important that we hear from you now than ever before. Father, my prayer is that everybody, within the sound of my voice, can hear you, can hear you speak, can hear you and feel you. Father, if there's anybody here that's not been baptized in the Holy Spirit, if, you, if you've not been baptized in the Holy Ghost, I want to encourage you to lift those hands toward heaven right now and say, Lord, baptize me. Holy Spirit, baptize us. Send the Holy Ghost. Send the comforter. Baptize us in the Holy Spirit. With the evidence of speaking in tongues. Baptize us in the Holy Spirit. We want to draw closer to you, Lord. We want to draw closer to you, Lord. Hallelujah. You say, Well, preacher, how, how do I see the tongue that's already inside of you? You hear a language inside of you that's not your own. All you do is something to give it by you. You just keep being in the presence of God. It'll come. Father, we thank You, Lord, for Your divine presence this morning. We thank You, Lord, for Your divine gifts. We thank You, Lord, that not only did You save us, but You come to live inside of us. You make Your home in us, and You make Your presence known. And You open our spiritual ears to hear Your precious voice. We give You praise, we give You honor, we give You glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, we got the anointing all out here. We'll be glad to anoint you this morning. Anybody here need special touch from heaven? Got sickness in your body? We'll be glad to anoint you this morning. Amen. I, I believe we, it's a special time in the Lord this morning. Amen. Jesus. Jesus. Touch my soul. Oh. The music. Jesus. Jesus, oh, God, let Your Holy Spirit come upon him. Let him feel the comforting presence of Your Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord. oh Lord. hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I bind spirits that torment spirits on Oh, release my brother's God. burden right he now with the anointing you know of the Holy Spirit. Release my brother's burden, burden oh God, right, now. Of his part right Jesus now. Jesus name, Jesus name. And you have the answer. Oh hallelujah. Oh, power hallelujah. Peace. We speak peace. Oh, oh we speak so peace to the situation, God. The God. 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 You know the whole picture. We don't know the whole picture. God. 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 Okay. We speak oh. peace. Right now, comfort of the Holy Ghost. Right praise now, praise you, God. Let it Jesus be so. Let name. it be so. we in name Jesus, name. Oh, Lord, Jesus, name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So right now, Hallelujah, Jesus, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Jesus name. Hallelujah. 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 Praise hallelujah. you, Lord. Hallelujah. Anybody else this morning? Come on. Sis. Hallelujah. I'll in comfort right God, Lord, you said your word by your stripes. We release your word, Holy Spirit, bring comfort. Spirit, Spirit. We rebuke the pain. We speak to the root cause. Good. Move I'm in these good. bones and in these muscles, O oh God. In Jesus' Lord, yeah. name. Speak are speaking Lord, of muscles. Lord, be strong Lord, around Lord, the air Lord, Lord, right now. Holy Spirit, come comfort. Holy Spirit, comfort. lips to your ears, God, who heard us pray. We put our faith together in the name of Jesus right now. Release your anointing. Stand upon your word and your blood right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let it be so that he have spoken. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Let it be so as you have spoken. Amen. <laughs> Listen, we've got these little papers here, leaving uh, faith for five, write down some names and addresses, I've got some cards we're going to be sending out for Easter, write down their names and addresses and put them in this little box right here for me, and I will be sending them out a special invitation for Easter, amen, 14 days away, my Lord, that 100 days is going quick, isn't it, 14 more days and Easter will be here, so let's invite everybody to everybody about it, amen. And let's spend the rest of this week learning to listen to the voice of God. Amen. Listen, we got church on Wednesday nights. Amen. Church on Wednesday night. Amen. Hear the Spirit of the Lord. Hear the Spirit of the Lord talk to you. Bring, come on in. Let's just get on in the Word. Amen. Get on in the presence. It's good to be with family. Amen.